Let's preview tonight's Spurs Hornets matchup. Bringing our guest, Rudy Kopp, will sweep the league as we discuss Wimbayama compared to Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Yeah, we'll talk about that in just a few seconds. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Fight San Antonio. Happy Friday, everybody. TGIF. Hope everybody's having a great day. And thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day, free and available wherever you podcast. You guys are the everydayers. And uh, we got a good one for you today. We're going to be first looking at tonight's Spurs Hornets game. Then we're going to bring our guest, Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We're going to be discussing when Bayama. Does he compare to Tim Duncan and David Robinson? And also, what is the latest on the Rookie of the Year chase? Yeah, we, get, we haven't talked about that in a while. But before we dive into all that, I want to talk to you about Price Picks. You want to go to Price Picks right now. This is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy. Go to PricePicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use code all lowercase LockedOnNBA for first deposit match up to 100 bucks. But first, tonight's matchup. Let's quickly review that and then bring in our guest. Spurs, Hornets tonight. Spurs, 7 to 33. Hornets are 8 and 30. Well, great stuff for a great matchup there. Uh, the, the Spurs are 1 and 0 versus the Hornets this season. Hopefully, they'll get a sweep of Charlotte. Now, the Spurs are coming off a road loss versus the Celtics, 117 to 98. It was not a contest for the most part. Second quarter, all but doomed the Spurs 40 to 20 in that second period. And the Celtics connected on 18 three pointers for the game. Wimby, minutes restriction, but get this, 27 points in 27 minutes. Just heads up now, he's not going to play tonight. So there it is. But Jeremy Sohan had five points and seven rebounds. Kelvin Johnson had five points. Devin Vassell had 21 points in the loss. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Trey Jones had nine points and 10 assists. Uh, injury report, Zach Collins and Dominic Barlow are questionable. So we'll see how that plays out. And, of course, you all know Wimby is not playing tonight. It's the first game of a back-to-back. Spurs made it very clear while he's on the minutes restriction, he will not be playing both games on a back-to-back. Tonight is that game. Now the Spurs, excuse me, will be in their association edition jerseys tonight. So let's preview tonight's Spurs Hornets game. As always, we like to look at the competition at first. So for the Charlotte side of things, the Hornets are 0-4 this home versus the Western Conference team. That's good to know for the Spurs, but they are in a kind of a home winning streak overall, winning the last two games straight. So keep an eye on that. Um, home is not for the Hornets versus Western Conference team. Also, the Hornets are riding a six consecutive game streak with fewer free throw attempts versus their opposition. So they're not getting to the line. They're not getting to the free throw line. Spurs need to exploit that. As are just easy buckets, easy points for Charlotte. Hopefully this person continue that trend for the Hornets and to keep them off that free throw line. Also, the Hornets are riding 10 consecutive games with fewer defensive rebounds than the opposition. So they're not crashing the boards. Again, hopefully the Spurs can take advantage of that. Now for the Spurs side of things, uh, keep an eye on the scoreboard. The Spurs are 3-1 and one on the road this season when they're leading at halftime. So you see them up at half, that's a good sign. However, keep an eye on that three-point line. The Spurs have recorded three consecutive games with lower three-point percentage versus the opposition. They're not connected on their three shots. We saw that versus Boston. 
they were not hitting their three shots. And that, uh, again, that was a big difference in that Boston game the other day. It was just a three-point shooting. You look at all up and down the stat sheet, the Spurs and Celtics were pretty much neck and neck. The three-point shot just wasn't falling for the Spurs. And, uh, yeah, hopefully that doesn't continue tonight in Charlotte. And there you go, your quick Spurs Hornets uh, preview. All right, coming up next, we have Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We're going to be discussing Wemby, Wemby, Wemby. Does he compare to Tim Duncan, David Robinson? And also, what is the latest on the Rookie of the Year race between him and Chet Holmgren? That's coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. First, I want to talk to you about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're preparing for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. Let's see who Josh picked this week on eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. It's going to pick Gigi Jackson with Memphis. Now, Gigi Jackson with Memphis has well, the need to create a shot, so shot creation, and Gigi can do that. Uh, he's shown flashes, and he should be able to make some managers uh, will look to grab, grab him right away and see how Memphis deploys him. So keep an eye on Gigi Jackson. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Now, if you have any personal experience buying parts from other places and you're having those headaches, you have to worry about that with eBay Motors. You can buy that part for your car with eBay. Now, you have a dream ride. You want to keep it tip-top shape. Uh, what about that car that you love? You want to go get it finally, but you still need some parts. Maybe if it's a fixer-upper, that's where eBay Motors comes in. So remember the last time you had to fix up your car just to keep it running or just get that cool upgrade that you need? Look no farther than eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever you need, well, your car can get that fit with eBay Motors, and eBay Motors has it. They got the eBay Guaranteed Fit. It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not your cash. So keep your ride or die alive. You want to go to ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available for U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. And we are now joined by Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Follow him on X at Sweep the League. Rudy, I'm still getting dunked on by Prime, man. I'm still getting I, posterized. I know. I saw the poster that you had, and it uh, looks pretty oh. cool, man. Optimus Prime dunking. Now, would you rather get dunked by... Prime or who else is out there that we could say maybe um Lino, E Man. I mean, man, what, what would be the ultimate who, post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were other cartoon characters that would play basketball in the episodes. Mm-hmm. Man, I know there was. I know Prime was was a big one because they had him dunking. They had him mm-hmm. messing with the basketball. I think there was an entire episode about that. Like, I'm not kidding. Like them playing yeah. basketball. Yeah. Um, who else was one? What about G.I. Joe? Didn't they have one of those uh the more you know type thing at the end? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
the more you, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where it came from. But uh, you know, we're, we're gonna stop because we're gonna forget that this is locked on Spurs, not locked on 80s cartoons, although that would be a phenomenal, phenomenal. And by the way, kids, yes, the 80s were the best when it came to yeah. cartoons. That's yeah, it, it was Hands 80s and down. 90s. 90s were, were still up in there too. And before, hey, before everybody gives you crap, man, I'm wearing a Nets jersey, but it's Drazen Petrovic. I'll yes. raise it a little Petro. Yeah, Petro. Um, yeah. One of the greatest basketball players that uh, this generation yeah. will never, ever see. Obviously. I know. He was, if you think Steph Curry was good, you have no idea. The quickest trigger. Yeah. In the game, like he could mm-hmm. literally bounce off a screen and it was gone by the yeah, time yeah. you were even guarding him. So just uh, I'm saying I I I think Michael Jordan even said that he had issues with Petro, right? Yeah, jo- yeah. Jordan said that Drazen Petrovic was the hardest guy for him to guard. Yeah. Um Reggie Miller's come out and said that Drazen yeah. was so quick uh, on his yeah. trigger that I mean. Just look him up. Google or Google him or, yes. y- or YouTube him, and you'll see yeah. the rest of the highlights. Yeah. If you think Steph Curry is good, you have no idea what Petro mm-hmm. did. All mm-hmm. right. Well, uh, why is Rudy here? We're going to be discussing Wimby, comparisons to Duncan and David Robinson, and then kind of catch up on the Rookie of the Year uh, chase. So we're going to talk about that and more. Again, make sure to follow him on X at Sweep the League. All right. So I don't know if you heard, Rudy, um, the game. Uh, ahead of the uh, the past one against uh, oh who did they just play um, who did they just play Boston. Celtics thank you yeah, Boston, Boston thank you <laughs> yeah yeah showing my age everybody uh, they the game against the Boston head of that um, pregame pop was asked about Wimby and you know same old thing you know good player good player uh, mature kid blah 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 but he did say now when compared to other past Spurs greats Duncan and Tim I'm sorry Tim Duncan and David Robinson. He said he sees similarities there. He says he sees that, that they trust the process. Wimby trusts the process. That they don't skip steps. Wimby is not skipping steps. So he sees those similarities. And although I appreciate that, what he said, uh, Rudy, for me, one, it's just a little too soon. And two, I feel like Wimby has no choice but to ch- trust the process right now. Yeah, I mean, you've got to trust you. You're drafting number one. Uh, you're not really going anywhere. They're not going to trade you. Uh, you've got like four, I believe four years, at least minimum here, four yeah. years. So trusting the process is very important. Now, you know, with Pop saying that Tim and Dave came in, they trusted the process as well. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have nothing against Pop at all, but he can really mm-hmm. only kind of technically speak for Tim on a coaching standpoint. And Tim came into a built team already. I mean, you had David mm-hmm. coming back yeah, from injury. Um, you had a lot of veterans in play, like we've always talked about with Sean Elliott, Avery Johnson, you know, a lot of these guys. Uh, but when it came to David, David came in with, I believe it was what, Terry Cummings, um, Willie Anderson yeah. at the time. He had Mo Terry Mo yeah. Cheeks. He had some good veterans on the team. So, mm-hmm. The difference between Wimby and Tim and Dave was Wimby's coming into a team with zero veteran pre- uh, yeah. uh, leadership that these two guys mm-hmm. had. They were coming into the league. So it, it's a process. And I know everybody trusted the process in Philadelphia and it took forever. I mean, now you're kind of just seeing, you know, mm-hmm. the fruits of that labor coming into into, into play. Mm-hmm. But Pop's right. He's got to trust the process. It's going to be it's going to be a long process. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing's going to happen uh, this year, probably next year, but I think in a couple of years, yeah. you start to see a little bit more. But again, um, you just have to have the right team around him. Yeah, again, I go back to what I said right now. I, I think uh, for uh, Victor, it's just a completely different situation. He has no choice but to trust the process. The process mm-hmm. was already in process 
when Robinson and Duncan came on board. <clears throat> a totally different situation, totally different rosters, totally different era. You, you know, this year, uh, this era, it's young, it's quick, it's positionless, blah, blah, blah. In, in Duncan and Robinson's era, it was roles. Mo Cheeks was the point guard. Mm-hmm. And it transitioned to Rod Strickland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Duncan, you, you know, David Robinson was there. Uh, Sean Elliott was there. Avery mm-hmm. Johnson, traditional point guards. Now it's kind of like all over the map, and you've seen the Spurs diving into that. So and I point guard, that didn't work. Malachi mm-hmm. and point guard, kind of, but not really. Okay, let's go back to Trey Jones. Yeah. Uh, you know, no veteran, major veteran presence. No knock on McDermott and Osmond, Devontae Graham, you know, veterans by definition. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I appreciate that. And, look, I, I, if anything, if you go beyond – just to the comparison to Robinson and Duncan, just take that out and just hear read between the lines of Papa saying that Wimby is not skipping steps. He's trusting the process. He's mm-hmm. working diligently on basic fundamentals. I think that's good. Popovich has said that there's been no issue with him defensively, but they, they still have to monitor him, Wimby, uh, on the offensive end. You know, you now you're seeing him push back into the center spot. He was very clear. He didn't want to play center, Rudy. Remember, don't pigeonhole me. I'm not a center. I can do everything. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Victor, you're now a center, and your numbers are just staggering right now. We haven't even talked about what he's done in the last few games. I, I mean, can anybody stop this guy? I mean, he's playing just lights out. So I, I, I think it's a fun and it's a very nice comparison, but I just think it's a little unfair considering what Wimby he's having to go through with this current roster, as opposed to what TD and D Rob had to. Yeah. You know, the thing too is also with Tim coming in, he didn't, he wasn't expected to be the leader right away. Uh, I mean, we mentioned the guys there and one guy, one guy that doesn't get a lot of love when it came to Tim Duncan coming into the league is, you know, and I'm going to throw this out there. People may not even see the, the, you know where I'm going with this here, mm-hmm. but a guy like Will Purdue, man. I mean, he was essential. Oh no, that, to, that's a good thing. Yeah, to yeah. Tim Duncan. You're talking about a guy that came off of titles with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been around, you know, winning environments. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of big men mentors. Robinson, mm-hmm. I believe, had you know an old vet like Caldwell Jones to lean on, who had oh, been yeah. you know with the Philadelphia during a lot of their was, was Moses but, Malone on there too. I don't think Moses was there quite yet, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I think it was okay. a few years later. Okay. Uh, but again, we mentioned Terry Cummings. You know, even a guy like Frank Burkowski, who was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, a big man there. Um, Wimby's not having the same thing. He's coming into a roster with the only big man. Uh, is like Dominic Barlow and Zach Collins. I, mm-hmm. I mean, these are guys that haven't really um, been, you know, in the league a whole long. And Zach has been injured most of the time. So he really can't say he's got a lot of playing time and veteran leadership on right. there. Where Wimby's coming in is he's asking they're asking him to be that leader. It, it may not come out on pop right away. It may not come from any of his teammates, but everybody's looking to him to lead this squad. And being as young as he is, he's not quite there. But honestly, Jeff, you're you're right, man. The numbers are staggering, especially when he got moved to the center position. Don't call me a center, is what Wimby said. I'm not a center. Yeah. But yeah, what he needs there. to what he needs to realize is we're not calling him a center. You're just playing that position. Mm-hmm. A center doesn't mean you're just in between the paint, you know, in between that little area. No, it means that you are a big man. You can step out on the three. You can do whatever you want. But what I feel that the center position for him is where I'm getting kind of off train of thought here, but the what center okay. position for him is the, he's so dominant down low, man. 
Like you can't stop him. And I think he's starting to realize that is that his best games are when he's dominating the paint, both on the offensive side and the defensive side. Hasn't Mm -hmm. transitioned into wins per per se, but you're seeing closer matchups. You're seeing closer games from the San Antonio Mm -hmm. Spurs. So I'm, I'm kind of right there with you on the fact that his numbers are fantastic. They're getting better. And I think with the whole thing about him coming into the league is that the Spurs just need to continue this transition with him and also get him some veterans, man. That's all it is. If you're going to trade, get him some veterans, even if they're one-year rentals, just get him some veterans that he can kind of lean on and learn from. Yeah. And, um, and also as well, we forget age as well. Tim Duncan and Robinson, they didn't come in as teenagers. Robinson yeah. was, you know, kind of pushing his mid-20s. Duncan was a seasoned four-year college pro. Look, again, I get it, four-year college pro. Wimby was playing in a professional levels mm-hmm. uh, out in France. But just even physically, body-wise, Duncan and Robinson were physically ready for mm-hmm. the uh, rigors of the NBA. Wimby's not there yet. They're, I mean, just look how they're handling him right now. You mm-hmm. can't play back-to-backs, 24 minutes. Uh, you know, that's it. You're done. Even though the game's on the line, you know, unless Wemby checks himself in, but you, but so again, totally different, just physical uh, players, you know, ready for the rigors of the NBA. So look, you know, according to pop and everybody else who's who've been with him, they say that he's very mature, that he understands mm-hmm. Wemby. he does express frustration that they're losing, but he also understands the plan. He's saying the right things in public. So, he's, yeah. you know, we don't know what's going behind closed doors. He could be flipping tables right now. Uh, you know, but we did get a glimpse of that. Remember the game against Chicago where they barely lost? And then Wimby's walking off the court and he just screams the F word loud as he goes into the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's mounting on him, but he's sticking with it. But so you appreciate the maturity. You appreciate the dominance on both ends of court. You just hope that he isn't skipping those steps. Yeah. And uh, those steps will add up to being an even more dominant player once the minutes restrictions lifted up. It's already starting to lift up a little bit. Instead of about the 24-minute mark, um, they allowed him to go up to 27. So uh, he's still not going to do the back-to-back. He's going to sit out that first game Friday after what today uh, against um, the Charlotte Hornets, but he will play tomorrow night versus Washington. So. There you have it. All right, coming up next, uh, we're going to look at the chase for the Roy, the Rookie of the Year Award. Has Wimby, in this incredible tear that he's on right now, has done enough to overtake Chet Holmgren? We're going to find out and more right here on Lockdowns. Hey there, I want to talk to you about Price Picks. You got to go to Price Picks right now. It is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest, most exciting way to play DFS. Just you against the numbers. You don't have to worry about battling thousands of players, the pros, the sharks. It's just you versus the numbers. You pick more than or less than on two to six players on their stat projection. You can start watching those winnings roll in. They got it all at Price Picks. Get the app right now. You can, well, get quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players to choose from. Stat types are what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. And Price Picks now offers Apple Pay. For quick and easy deposits into your account this basketball season, you can even have fun. They have weekly promotions 
that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select players' projections up to 25% to provide you even more value. you got to get this Price Pick app. Go download it right now. Put it on your mobile device. Put it on your cell phone, your tablet, whatever it takes. Get the Price Picks app right now. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use code LockedOnNBA for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The code is LockedOnNBA. Again, a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. This is Emily Swallow, and you are listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with recompos of Sweep the League. Wearing the Drazen Petro jersey. You know, what's another jersey you would wear that's not Spurs? So you're wearing the Drazen jersey. Yeah. About, um, which other jersey would you wear? Uh, you know, one thing that people really don't know too much about me um, is I have a lot of jerseys from a lot of NBA teams. But I'm the only guy probably in North America, I would say maybe even the world, that says, and I can prove it to you, uh, I have a Boston Celtics Joseph Forte jersey. What? I the moment he Random. was now Joseph Forte is my favorite Tar yeah. Heel of all time. So the night he was drafted, um, I went on NBA.com and ordered a uh, Joseph Forte custom jersey to be made. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even stitched. It's the one where they used to do the iron on back in the yes, day. So I remember, that's kinda, yes. Yeah, that's kind of the the shows my my age there, but. I'm the only one that has – that's probably a random fact. I'm a Joseph Forte fan, and I've got <laughs> probably only ever made Joseph Forte Boston Celtics jersey. You, you know what? You should wear that next time just to wear it. I will. Okay, I will wear that, and that way yeah. I can prove to people that I have that Joseph Forte <laughs> uh, Boston Celtics jersey. <laughs> All right. Again, he is Rudy Campos with Sweep the League, and now we're going to be discussing the Chase for the Rookie of the Year Award. So let's see what Vegas has to say about it as of right now, and then we'll get our thoughts on if Victor is doing all he can to mm. get that award. So according to Caesar's sports book, Rudy, it is Chet who is still leading the pack to win the award. Chet is uh, the uh, odds-on favorite right now to mm. win the award. Close second is Victor. Uh, Chet is at a minus 180. Victor is a plus 115. And then it just drops out there. Then it's Osar Thomas plus 35,000. I mean, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. So it's, it's really just a two-player race right now. Holmgren and Wimby. Now, Holmgren has won the last two Rookie of the Month awards back-to-back. Wimby has yet to win it. Wimby did say that that, that is motivating him. But nevertheless, that is a quick update from the Vegas side of things. But statistically, Rudy, I mean, Wimby is making a strong case that he should win it. He has, what, eight, nine games straight of 20 or more points per game. Yeah. Uh, the, the blocks are like three or more a game. Mm-hmm. He got a triple-double. I still say he's going to get the next quad double in the NBA, whether it be this season or soon. Uh, he's doing all he can, but that record is going to kill him, right? Yeah, you know, in past years, Jeff, the uh, the record seems to, you know, not play so much into the rookie of the year voting. But uh, with this, you know, with these days and the generation that votes now, I mean, not saying bad about generation, you know, what we have now. But the thing is, stats are, are huge, but people also look at the records as well. 
And mm-hmm. knowing OKC has a way better record than San Antonio, I don't know if that's going to affect rookie of the year voting. Statistically speaking, you know, Victor's averaging nine and, 19 and 10, three blocks a game. I mean, the stats are, mm-hmm. are, are mind-blowing for a rookie. Uh, yeah, but if, if you go based off of stats only, he's your rookie of the year. Chet should come in second. Mm-hmm. But again, with voting these days, the, the records are going to play into the fact, I'm pretty sure. So I hate to say this, and Spurs fans don't kill me for saying it, but I really believe that we're going to see co-rookie of the years when it comes to Chet and Victor. Oh, I see that. Man. I really see that happen. It sucks, but I see that happening because you're going to have half of the people say stats. Statistically speaking, Victor wins. You're going to have the other half saying, you know, record speaking, Chet made a huge difference. They're going to overlook the fact that they have, you know, SGA playing. Um, you know, they're going to overlook mm-hmm. different facts like that. So sad to say, but I, I in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. the league's probably going to go co-rookie of the year. I think Victor wins it based off of stats as my vote. But mm-hmm. these, you know, this day, I have no idea, man, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think Victor will get it at the end. I think that his numbers are just going to be too mind-boggling for the mm-hmm. voters to say no outright. It's supposed to be an individual award, mm-hmm. not a team-based award, but I get it. They're going to look – you know, the, the, the loophole is, well, the stats individually didn't help the Spurs win more games. Mm-hmm. Chet's stats helped Oklahoma exactly. City exactly. do better. Um so I think I think you know, look, I would hate for it to be co-rookie of the uh, rookie of the year awards. I think it's kind of a cop out, you know, give it to somebody. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just tough. It's just a testament to Chet and uh, and Wimby. But you know, there's still part of me thinks that it's not fair because Chet is technically not a rookie. He's technically not. Yeah. This is his second season. <laughs> yeah, Rudy, we see I mean, that all the time. I mean, man. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me, but. Number wise, Wimby wins out. Numbers plus record, Chet wins out. Mm-hmm. And also, too, you know, there's a bigger spotlight on Wimby versus Chet. You know, teams are gunning for him. You know, they, they you know, guys are trying to poster him. John Morant tried. He got away with it. He got it in there. You don't see that for Chet, uh, but Chet has more weapons on his roster than than uh, say the Spurs mm-hmm. do. Wimby thinks so. Yeah, it's just so close, but. Uh, you know, coin flip? You think it's going to come down to a coin flip? I mean, is, is it that <laughs> close of a race? Yeah. Uh, people, you know, I, I love people saying that it's not a close race. It is a close race. Regardless if Chet has five bad games in a row, um, yeah. you know, we have yet to see Victor go on a very bad game spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, knock on wood, you know, he doesn't have one. Um but, you know, also you have also people that are saying, well, Chet only had nine points because – you know, for what? Oh, he's not rookie of the year. Well, he also has, you know, an all-star and an all-NBA player and SGA with him. So he's not relied to score a whole lot of points. So you have that crowd that says that. Again, it's a coin flip right now. It's Victor. It's Chet. It's back-to-back. Always got to go back to whatever, you know, whenever you're covering sports, Jeff, you and I know we got to go back to one thing. Vegas knows something. Vegas and when knows Vegas something. knows something, you tend to yeah. trust Vegas. So yeah. if they have hey, Chet up there right now, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why. Hey, look, Vegas predicted 22-win season for the Spurs. Nobody bought it. Now look at it right now. Oh, come on. 
I well, you bought it. You bought it. I'm sorry, you did I buy said, it. I was yeah, saying that when it. me yeah. and Vegas are hand in hand. They were saying 22. I said yeah. 23. I believe I said yeah. the high. A high was 28 for them on my. Opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, the Rudy and Vegas, their predictions yeah. are coming out true right now. Unless the spread goes some ridiculous tear, which I highly doubt. Probably not. We'll see. Uh, all right. Well, there's your quick update on the rookie of the rookie of the year, Chase the Roy. Uh, hopefully, Victor will win it ultimately, but we'll see. All right, uh, Rudy, tell us what's going on with Sweep. Yeah, you know, um, we've been talking about a lot with Sweep the League, but a uh, little known fact, I like to spill stuff here on, you know, Lockdown Oh, Spurs right. And, what are you spilling this uh, time? You know, Sweep is going under, it, it's going a major overhaul. So yeah. uh, just kind of kind of look for a lot of different stuff with sweep we're bringing back an old classic uh one of the old guys from the old days of sweep the leagues coming back uh so be looking for episodes going live jeff um during the Ooh, week fun. so we get fun, hardly fun. any more recorded episodes and we might be doing some live uh monday through friday type yeah. shows so um, be on the lookout for that. I think sports uh, media in San Antonio is going to get a lot better. Uh, we're hoping mm-hmm. to be a part of that as well. So be looking on the lookout for Super League like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I got Prime dunking on me, and then apparently you have Superman flexing on you by lifting up a car behind you. He's trying to show, he's trying to make you look like a chunk. Well, the sad part is, is that's actually my car, and I was trying to oh. change the tire. <laughs> And he let his strength just get away. And I'm like, great. Now I got to replace the whole damn car. <laughs> he is Rudy Coppers of Sweep the League. Follow my next at Sweep the League. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Kens 5 Plus app, everywhere, Spotify. So, yes, check us out. Lockdown Sports Today, first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Go subscribe right now. National, regional, local host right there, 24-7. 24-7 on YouTube Lockdown Sports today. So for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.